Welcome back to the Capable Podcast. It's Haley here to bring you another guest, Miss Brandy. I'm super pumped that you're on today because I think what you do for the disability community is amazing. All the adventures you must have gone through. Tell us more about your experience with how you got to being able to run your own school for students with disabilities. So I started teaching, this is my eighth year of teaching, um, and I finished my student teaching in an alternative placement. So um, it was a school for students with disabilities only. So I never had, you know, interaction with regular ed students. Um, my first job was an alternative place school. And at this school, I got served what I call a lot of humble pie. Um, so when, you know, you're a new teacher, you think you know everything, you know how to do everything. No one can tell you nothing. Um, and so those students taught me very quickly um, that, that was not the case. And I actually knew absolutely nothing about what I was doing. Um, so I was there for a good two, almost three years. Um, and then I took a little sideways leap to first grade for a year. And then I landed in alternative education again, when one of my friends opened up a program that was similar to the school I had taught at where Humble Pie had been served. And so um, he and I had been friends for a very long time. And he, you know, knew that I had um, really majored in like compliance issues and whatnot. So he asked if I'd be a part of the team. Um, so I was with him for five years. Um, and unfortunately, uh, he ended up having like a mental health crisis. And so it was actually this time last year. Um, and so when this all happened, I had happened to have already filed um, like an LLC because I wanted to be um, an advocate for my students. And so I had set up this thing. And so I was able to take... Um, my company LLC and kind of take over these clients. So I contacted all these school districts and said, hey, you know, this is the situation. I don't want these kids to go out, go without education. All the staff still really want to stay and, you know, be a part of these kids' lives. You know, what do we need to do to make that happen? And so we met with every single school district, every single family, um, and kind of pioneered through. So actually tomorrow will be a year that we have been in business uh, having our own school. Um, for students with disabilities so that's awesome that's that's really great and you what was the humble pie thing <laughs> so humble pie is where um i work with students who have severe needs and so that can be behavioral that can be academic and so um my kids like are were physical so you know we would have you know physical issues we'd have physical altercations um, I had a kid once like throw my table and literally tear everything off the room. And I remember just sitting there like, oh, like this happens, like these things do happen. Um, and I don't think it's talked about enough. Um, I was, you know, in undergrad and I thought, oh, it's all these cute little kids. They just have, you know, a little bit of learning issues. It's not a big deal. And that's not what it's like at all. Um, they have far more intense needs <laughs> than you think they have. And they have so much personality, but you have to like get to know them to find that. Um, and, you know, when you see a kid that, you know, flips desks and tears everything off your wall, that's not always your first reaction is let me figure out how this, you know, works. And so humble pie was served in terms of, I really had to realize that, you know, yes, I am the leader in my classroom, but by being the leader, I have to, you know, respect them first and get to know them instead of, you know, saying, okay, here's my rules. You're going to follow them because I said so. That doesn't work. Um, and so they taught me very quickly that, you know, I might be in charge, but 
<laughs> you know, they were going to teach me something first. And so I learned a, a lot about, you know, respecting, you know, all students, regardless of like their cognitive level or what I think that they know, because they know a whole lot more than, you know, even I, you know, anticipated. And so mm-hmm. uh, they definitely taught me a lot about patience and forgiveness. Um, and even on like the worst days, it was still some of like the best times that I ever had um, because I learned so much from them more than I could have ever taught them. Agreed. Yeah. Even in this field, like I learn like so much each year, like and each year is a different year. I'm just like so amazed by it, like how much I've grown as an individual, just like adapting to other people too. is just like amazing. Okay. So with these uh, amazing stories that you have, and you already kind of, you know, briefly said like one with the flipping uh, table, let's hear some other mini stories that are hilarious that you still laugh about today. So I have quite a few, um, but I will preface by saying that most of my students are high school students. So um, they do curse, they do just stuff that normal teenagers do. And so a lot of my stories have to do with things that are like that, but it's funnier in the situation. So, um, you know, just be prepared, fair warning. (laughs) So I had um, a client at my first alternative placement job and uh, he was verbal, but he always, um, like he got a reaction and a rise out of, you know, people yelling at him, telling him to not do something. And when he was really mad at you, he would, you know, ram himself up and like try to get all the other students to kind of participate. And so in this uh, classroom, it was myself and then one of my teacher aides and this client and another kid. And so the other kid in the classroom what happened to be a nonverbal student who used an iPad to communicate. And so my client has gone off on me saying, Miss Brady, I hate you, F you, this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, I understand you're mad, you know, going through the thing, but he's not having it. So he takes my nonverbal kid's iPad and like goes up to him and he's like, dude, say F you, Miss Brady on the iPad. Say it, say it. And he kept (laughs) trying to get all of these, like this kid to say it on his iPad. He's shaking his head like, no, no way, not doing it. Um, and I tell this story a lot because I never expected him. Like he wasn't, you know, the type of kid that would just, you know, go up to other kids in the class and try to communicate with them or like participate. He just wanted a reaction, but he like went out of his way to take this kid's iPad to get him to participate in the demise of me of, you know, shouting profanities while I'm teaching. So that one is definitely a top fave. Um, I still actually talk to both of like those students and their parents. And so we all find it very funny when we talk about it um, because everybody knows everybody around here. Um, did, they, did they apologize at the end? Oh, for sure. Like everything ended up smoothing over. Everything was chill. Um, but it's like one of those things that I, being a first year teacher, I was caught so off guard because like, you know that teenagers say these words and like do these things, but you don't expect it when people talk about, you know, students with disabilities in classrooms, like that's not what you think you're going to run into. And I remember being so shocked, like, is this really happening? Like, and so I tell this story actually very often when I talk to people, because I think it helps remind people that they're just like everybody else and they get mad at people. And, you know, 
it's not appropriate to cuss at your teacher, but at the same time, you know, yeah. people in regular ed or people in real life, like sometimes that's what they do. And so yeah. um, I think it brings it back to reality, like that, yes, it's shocking, but at the same time, it's really not that shocking when you think about it. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Like, it's just like, it blows my mind sometimes when people are like, oh, like a special ed kid did that. I'm like, yes, like a regular kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's like people forget that like everybody does things and everyone has behaviors, whether you think you do or not, that like other people are judging. And so it's only, you know, on a magnifying glass when we're talking about students with special needs because it's a taboo idea for other people that they could possibly be just like everyone else. Um, And so I think these stories kind of like bring that, you know, to the surface that they're just normal like everybody else. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right, let's hear the next one. So I have another student. Um, He is a current student. I actually talked to his mom about telling the story. Um, And so this student started with me um, about two years ago. And when he first started, he hated my guts. And all he did was yell at me and tell me to go away and get away from him. And so, which those kinds of things just make me want to annoy you more. So I would purposely go bother him regularly. And so we got to the point where he would start saying, I love you to get me to go away. So he'd go, I love you, Miss Brandy. I love you. And so, but it didn't work. And so one day he's like, I love you. I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. And he goes, damn straight you do. And so now we have this thing where and now he says it and he means it but like we'll go damn straight and so his mom ended up like we ended up telling you know everybody about it and she got me this gift uh for teacher appreciation week and it was like a flower pot and on the bottom of it uh she like quoted our quote of I love you damn straight you do and so um (laughs) that's it's just funny like those kinds of things where you know like I said he said it to annoy me forever like to get me to go away but then when I was like okay I love you too damn straight you do um and we've you know we have quite the bond now um he hangs out with my kid regularly and you know we see he calls me on the weekends when he wants to talk to me um and so I think it's crazy when you go from you know kids absolutely despising you to wanting to spend all their time with you because they trust you and you see them as a person um and I think that's what matters yeah and the fact that the mom was like loved it on top of that she like made a cup and everything about it oh for sure uh we we talk about it all the time and anytime she is talking about her her child um I'll be like oh yeah I love him so much and she'll literally text back damn straight you do and it's our thing now um so uh yeah that's one I'll never forget oh that that's great that like no that's seriously like what I notice too like when I have interactions is a lot of kids they're just like you see us and I'm just like that's crazy to me that someone says that I was like because I just see everyone as like a human so I'm just like it's interesting to me when I get those comments too, because I've also gotten those where they're just like, you actually see me, you actually pay attention to me, you hear me. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. 
for so- sure. I think it's even more interesting when I think about like the kinds of students that I teach and the fact that, um, you know, they are the difficult students. And so people really don't think that they are like everyone else because they do have, you know, speech delays or behavior issues um, that, you know, other people are like, oh, they, they can do that. They do those things. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always interesting to me when people make comments of like, oh, it takes a special person. No, not really. It takes you to realize that they are just like everybody else and <laughs> you have to see them that way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. My patience has gotten a little bit better. Like it, when I started off, like it wasn't very, like my patience was not there so much and now it's a lot better. I tell people all the time that I have no patience anywhere else except school (laughs) because I use it all up at school. um, And then when I come home, I've got nothing left. (laughs) Agreed. I uh, tapped out. I did all of it at school and now I'm done. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I totally agree on that one. (laughs) All right. Well, those are some amazing stories. Thank you so much for coming on today and continuing to share your journey of like doing your own school and helping individuals with disabilities and their families and as always stay tuned for more stories to come